Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's going on? And welcome into the Pelicans podcast presented by Seeky on this Wednesday. Hope everyone is doing well, staying at home, practicing social distancing. We have a great guest for you on this Wednesday as we're joined by Pelicans rookie guard Nikhil Alexander-Walker. First of all, Nikhil, how are you doing right now? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. How are you holding up during this time? I know everyone has their different ways of, of dealing with this and, and being stuck inside a lot, but what are you doing to keep busy during this hiatus? Uh, it is tough, but fortunately I've been able to finally – have some time to take care of things that I didn't get to during the season. Um, as far as my apartment goes, I've been kind of interior designing a little bit, just finishing up the place, making it look like more of a home, uh, adding some shelves and furniture here and there. So it's been it's been fun, and um, as far as like that stuff goes. Are you are you doing that all on your own, or do you have a little help, or is this something that you kind of like to do as far as the interior design? Um, this is something I just realized I like to do. Uh, I wasn't always into it, but the more I started to kind of make my apartment seem like my dream place, uh, that's what really got me into it. Now, what have you been doing to stay in shape? I know we've talked to JJ and Drew and we've talked to Aaron Nelson and, you know, I know Jason Summerlin has been sending, you know, Zoom workouts and things like that, um, with you having an apartment, um, how are you been able to stay in shape during this time in case the Pelicans are going to be coming back for the regular season? Uh, fortunately, my agency has our trainer, Owen Simplis, doing Zoom workouts. And so I've been able to get on the Zoom workouts with them. Do has it been easy? Stuff. Say that one more time. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, has it been easy to do those, you know, with, with the space that you have and, and things like that? Uh, fortunately, I have a lot of space, so it isn't too hard. Like, I can still get what I need to done and still do, like, majority of the drills. Um, also, uh, one of our other trainers, Sam Williams, has been, like, sending us, like, sending me core workouts, and then me and him will kind of, like, compete with each other to see, like, who's staying on top of that. So it's been fun. So um, as far as the wrist, obviously you were out for a little bit before this hiatus began with a wrist injury. How is that wrist feeling right now? Um, I recently was in the cast for, I would say, a little bit over five weeks and just took it off. So fortunately, I did not have to do surgery, which we thought I might have. So I'm grateful and thankful that God has allowed my, history, my wrist to heal properly. Um, without it and it's starting to come back well I'm in the soft cast and I'll do exercises and make sure that 
the range of motion is kind of coming back to where it used to be. Very good. That's good news that you will not be able to have, you will not have to have surgery. That's uh, great to hear, Nikhil. Um, obviously, look, this was a, you know, a rookie season for you that obviously has come to a halt right now. And as I mentioned, hopefully we'll get back to returning. But how would you summarize your rookie season, even going back to summer league, where once the trade went final, you and Jackson had a lot of success um, in the summer league, but going into training camp and all the way through the season, how would you summarize your rookie season? Um, I would say it's one of the biggest learning curves I've had to endure in my life. Um, but it was it was probably the best year for me in terms of just learning as and growing as a man. Um, this is, in hindsight, really including my first job. So just learning how to be a professional and not really finishing college and jumping into like a real world. Uh, showed me and opened my eyes to really like respect like all that my mom does and how how easy it is but at the same time how hard it is to be an NBA player you know every kid thinks about the glory parts and scoring and everyone knowing your name and being an all-star but not too many really taken into consideration the process of it. And so it made me appreciate hard work more. It made me appreciate JJ more, um, just him and having someone like him and Drew to like be kind of older brothers for me. As far as what you've learned, um, did you figure, did you realize that maybe the challenges were more off the court as far as dealing with the NBA lifestyle and how to manage in what was supposed to be an 82 game season, or was it on the court, you know, with, with playing time fluctuating, dealing with an injury, things like that, which one was more challenging for you? I would say on the court. Off the court, um, I, I pretty much loved it just because, like, it was something super new to me, being able to travel, like, on our own plane and having the recliner seats. It was like, for me, it was like the, the fan experience every game. Like, I was just loving it, soaking it all up. Um, but on the court, just the adjustment for me was really huge in terms of physicality, um, making the right play all the time, uh, decision-making and stuff like that. But I think just adjusting to that and how frequent we're playing and how much intensity you have to bring all the time, I think, was my biggest adjustment. How much did it help having to go through this with Jackson and Zion? You know, a lot of people as rookies don't really have a lot of other rookies to go through this with. You were lucky enough to have both Zion and Jackson. You all become really close as it's been documented um, even since the start of training camp. How much did it help having those two around to kind of ease you into this, you know, tough transition? Uh, it's it's super big because, like, the one – thing about about basketball is like the relationships you get out of it is super helpful like, and you never know how it can affect you down the line and so like for to me growing with them and just learning with them like learning from Jackson's experience which is totally different from mine um, so like 
my insight might be able to help him from what I've seen. He can help me because we've seen different aspects, but all in the same year. And so if we go through something and Jackson starts to go through it, then me and Z can now help him with that. Or if I go through something that Jackson and Z have already been through, it's kind of like support system. And uh, we have each other's back, and especially because, like you said, our relationship has been tight since the beginning. I think it's just helped us a lot. Is it something that Zion really went to you guys for? You know, he was going through an injury at the beginning of the season, missed the first 44 games. Did he kind of rely on YouTube between you and Jax to kind of help him get through that? Because you you know he was itching to get out there and play. Oh, for sure. Um, the competitor that he is, you know, and uh, the talent that he is, especially it being his first year, you never want to tell him, oh, you can't play because that's just not something he'll take lightly, lightly. But I think just he helped us more than we know it um, just by seeing his approach when injured. Um, I think that matters also, too, because God forbid, but if that's to happen to us, um, we can now lean on him, but we were always there for him every step of the way. Uh, he knew that um, the good thing about our relationship is that if any one of us goes through anything, we know for sure that we can count on the other person. And so just like steam room talks, when me and him would just be hanging out at the practice talking, um, I think I try to do my best to make sure that he knew that God had a plan for him and that no matter what, he's still going to be a great player. How much did it, did it help having JJ there? It seemed like you kind of gravitated towards JJ as far as a, a mentor-mentee relationship, um, the guy that's been in the playoffs every single year that he's been in the NBA. Um, how much has he helped you get through this year, and what have you learned from JJ just as far as being a professional is concerned? I would say JJ has probably just saved my career. Um, there's so much that I didn't know. And probably wouldn't have known for quite some time if it wasn't for him. Um, honestly, just his approach is like second to none. Uh, he works super hard every day. And he's always willing to teach me, like to answer a question and to be that big brother in a sense. And I needed that tremendously because like as in a rookie and playing the guard position, with so many other exceptional guards on the team, like just learning from from him and seeing what he's done in his career has helped me because, like I said, like I've been able to now do things that I didn't think was going to be important, but now he's shown me the importance of it. And it seems like that's trickled into the whole entire locker room. You have a lot of young guys on the team and a lot of new players on the team, not only – three rookies and you Jackson and Zion but you know Lonzo and Brandon Ingram Josh Hart coming from the Lakers then you had the veterans like JJ and Derek Favors also Drew Holly that's been around it just seems like this was a really good locker room just from the outside you know being part of the travel the travel crew and just seeing how you all interact it just seemed like you all just genuinely like being around each other whether it shows up on the court or even off the court is that true I honestly believe so um I think you can uh, kind of throw in, like, D-Fave, Jackson, and K-Rich. 
and everyone's they're, they're all three of them were going to talk and get off. Um, it's just like you can kind of sort as how you'd like, but everyone, no matter what, is still going to enjoy each other's company. Um, we're all we're all laughing together in the locker room, um, just joking around. And I think like enjoying enjoying like being a team, being a family in a sense, and I think. It's fun to be in the locker room. Uh, the energy is always good. And I think we're really close, and just some people just wouldn't know it. And, look, you all are playing some of your best basketball at the time of the hiatus. I know you were injured during that time. Um, but did you all feel like if you all given the chance, and maybe you might be able so at getting another shot at the regular season, that you all could have maybe ventured yourself into the playoffs or even just made a, a huge run down the stretch to show kind of how this team has evolved from the beginning of the season to the end? Um, I think ha- having Z back also helped mm-hmm. uh, just because of his, his presence and all the tremendous things he's able to do. But I think when you're a young group and – you're coming from all, a whole bunch of different situations, like the Lakers for Drew, B.I. I mean, for Jay Hart, Zoe, B.I., and then Drew now having to be one of – Drew and Etwan being like one of the remaining guys that was there with Frank. Um, and then rookies come in. I think the whole spectrum of being a young team took us a little bit of time just because – all of us came from different situations. So putting it together and piecing the puzzle wasn't easy at first. But I think once we got over that little hump, uh, we started to click and we found our niche and everyone accepted their role, which was huge. And uh, it helped our team kind of fight back all the way up to that ninth spot. How important would it have been for you guys just because you have such a young team that even taste the playoffs in your first year. And again, we don't know the situation of whether this season will continue, um, but how great would it have been for, for guys like you and Zion, again, all the young guys that haven't experienced the NBA playoffs, like how important would have that been to you guys just to, no matter what the circumstance was or what the results were, just able to to have that playoff-like atmosphere uh, here in New Orleans and whether it's on the road or not? Uh, I think experience is life's best teacher. So, for us to want to be a championship contending team um, for years to come, I think just having the experience of making the playoffs, just being there um, could also help because now you have a feel of the atmosphere. You have a feel of the intensity, the sense of urgency. You now know what it takes to make it. And then now you have to find that next level of knowing what it takes to win a series. And then the next level of winning in another series. And then kind of just piecing it all together to build up. Um, but even just from competition standpoint, going against the best guys in the world and seeing how they compete and guys who you're playing against have won championships. So they know, um, what it's, what it feels like to be in this situation that you're in for the first time. And it's a great time to learn from your opponent as well. So I think all in all, just having that promising future of knowing that okay we can make it with a young team and now imagine when we all grow together we all become more experienced what we can do 
Now, I have to ask you two very important questions before I let you go here. Um, one, you talked about earlier in this interview about you renovating, not renovating your apartment, but finally getting a chance to decorate your apartment and all that. Are you going to have room for all of the shoes that you have? How big is your shoe collection now where that's going to be a big part of your apartment? Um, I'd say it's in the hundreds. Um, but honestly, I did have to, I did have to like, the, the closet that I did have in my room, I had to expand from there. Um, I did have to turn one of my extra guest rooms into a closet. So building, so that's what part of the shelves were like when going to Home Depot and getting a bunch of shelves and getting them put up on the wall. So now I can have more room and just show as much as possible in there. Um, but yeah, it, it, it caused a little bit of a headache. But um, I finally got it to work. Now, between you, Jackson, and Zion, you know, I always see follow you guys on, on Instagram. And I haven't seen a lot of check-ins, um, but, you know, you all are starting to pick those up a little bit. Who's got the best shoe collection out of all three of you? Uh, to be honest, I think it's safe to say what they would say. Um, so I think I can answer for all three of us by saying me. <laughs> um, I think from a kid, like, it's just always been my thing. Like I just loved shoes. I had a thing for shoes and knowing about shoes and history. Um, my older cousin at the time was kind of trailblazing away for this for me in terms of like collecting shoes and what it meant to take care of your shoes and having the Ziploc bags and putting them in the bag and then putting them back in the box and cleaning them religiously, making sure that you can wear them ten times, but it looks like you haven't even tried them on yet and so uh just like little things and seeing his passion for it um i adopted it to myself and just ran with it because it was something that kind of made me feel at peace when i wasn't playing basketball i'm assuming here you're talking about your cousin shay um i know you all did a kind of a check-in um, on nba twitter um just a few days ago have you how much do you talk to him and you know both of you going through the same thing as far as wanting to be back on the court and playing some basketball, but kind of having to to go through this. And Shea was with a different team this year, obviously in Oklahoma City, and you starting your rookie career with the Pelicans. How much do you all – have you all talked during this and kind of just whether it's talk about basketball or talk about life, been able to kind of, you know, check in with each other? Um, I think in this time it's important that everyone looks after their families uh, make sure they're staying safe. So first and foremost, uh, just every day we talk to each other, making sure we're all good. Um, we have a group chat with my other cousin, his brother, and um, our friend from, um, from when we were younger. So I think we're all just talking, uh, laughing. We'll send each other different shoes that some of our memes we see. Uh, but just keeping that connection of communicating with each other during this time to make sure like we're all good. Good deal. Well, Nikhil, I appreciate you checking in with us. I know everyone wanted to know how you were doing um, during, during this time of uncertainty and hopefully I'll be able to see you soon back on the court uh, as we kind of wait to hear, wait to see what happens. But until then, uh, best of luck with the apartment and stay safe. Thank you so much.
All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Big big thanks to Nikhil Alexander-Walker for coming on. Learned a lot about what he's been doing, and uh, interior design might be something that he'll do on the side here um, with the NBA season right now um, at a halt. So uh, I'm glad we got to check in with Nikhil. We're going to try to keep checking in with players as much as we can during this time. But on Friday's show, we'll check in with one of the broadcasters. Of course, you know her, Jennifer Hale who's been plenty busy, one with a renovation of her own, and plus doing all these Pelicans playbacks that you've been able to watch before the rebroadcast on Fox Sports New Orleans. We'll check in with her on Friday and see how she's doing and kind of talk about what she's learned through these many episodes of Pelicans playback. So looking forward to having Jen on, and that will be this Friday on the Pelicans podcast presented by CK. Until then, I'm Daniel Salerson. Enjoy the rest of your day and stay safe.